Andre Rosenberg. News. Good morning. The energy utility ESCOM has declined to say what plans it has in the event of a national blackout. This was after DA leader Helen Ziller warned in her essay today column that a nationwide electricity blackout would result in a catastrophe. Ziller defined a blackout as what happens when the grid fails and everything shuts down indefinitely. ESCOM has repeatedly said that rotational electricity cuts or load shedding are necessary to prevent a total blackout. Ziller says if the national grid is hit with a blackout, a huge quantity of electricity would need to be sourced from elsewhere to restart the grid. She says this is not available from any of our neighbours. Asked about Zilla's claims, ESCOM's media desk had said the utility will continue to implement load shedding to protect the grid and avoid a blackout. A British coroner has confirmed that he's preparing to reopen an inquest into the murder of Annie Devani, who was killed during her honeymoon in Cape Town in 2010. Her husband, Trian Devani, was extradited from Britain, but he was acquitted of orchestrating a death by a Cape Town judge in December last year. Our correspondent, Dan Whitehead, has more. The North London coroner, Andrew Walker, has confirmed to the SABC that he is in contact with family members uh, regarding this case to arrange a pre-inquest hearing. The coroner has stressed to me, though, that these inquiries are in their early stages and there is no certainty as to whether the inquest will be reopened. If it does, it may mean that Shri and Dewani will have to face questions uh, in public under oath as part of the inquest. Of course, Shri Dewani did not get his time in the stand to give his side of the story during the trial. He, of course, was fully acquitted of any involvement in orchestrating uh, Annie's death. Now, the family of Annie have always said that they want to hear Shri Dwani's side. They simply want the truth. The Correctional Service Department says the nine prison wardens who were attacked at the Drakenstein Correctional Centre near Nepal last month are doing well. They were attacked by a group of prisoners using self-made weapons. The incident promoted authorities to strengthen security at the facility. Yesterday, a new multi-million rand command centre was launched to help with prison searches. Provincial Commissioner Delikile Klaas. They were all in high spirits, still doing their work, dedicated to their work. And this equipment, in fact, that we are launching today would also even make their work much easier than it has been when they do searches. Um, with respect to the criminal cases, the South African police services, they are busy with their investigation to tie up the loose ends. The FW de Klerk Foundation says the former president is stepping down as its chairperson with immediate effect. It says de Klerk informed the foundation's board of his decision in July last year. He says he wants to ensure the continuity of the foundation when he's no longer around. De Klerk will, however, remain actively involved in its work and will stay on as a board member. Following his announcement, the board chose one of its members, Dr. Tienz Yelov, to replace de Klerk. Yelov is the former vice chair of the Northwest University. De Klerk has been in the news recently with the city of Cape Town's decision to rename Table Bay Boulevard after him, which has drawn strong criticism from some quarters. For Good Hope FM News, I'm Sandra Rosenberg.